millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There is nothing I love more than an amazing meal with high-quality meat cooked at home because... Let's be honest, eating out is so expensive. And you also know that eating out is the number one budget buster. That is why I am so glad I found ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service dedicated to delivering high-quality, grass-fed and grass-finished beef, organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood directly to your doorstep with free shipping always. You even get exclusive member deals, recipes, and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing price. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code ETM and get $20 off your first box at ButcherBox.com. Last night, we made a beef stew with meat from ButcherBox, and you can taste the difference. It was so satisfying and delicious. And all of our friends that were over for a dinner party, they raved at how good it was. So do yourself a favor and eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering my listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm and use code etm to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Being smart with your money is more than just knowing how to pay off debt and save for retirement. Being smart with your money is about taking inventory of your entire life, every single aspect of you, and then bringing that in alignment with the version of the life you want to live. And yes, it's totally doable. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Gaines. It will expand your brain. Hey, it's Shauna here with some really exciting news. You can now listen to our entire back catalog completely ad-free, exclusively on Stitcher Premium. Check out all your favorite episodes of Millennial Money, like how to finally master the art of budgeting. In addition to the Millennial Money archive, you can also listen to every new episode ad-free, as well as tons of other ad-free Wondery shows with hundreds of hours of original content, audio documentaries, and exclusive bonus episodes from some of your favorite podcasts. You can sign up now for a free month of Stitcher Premium by going to stitcherpremium.com slash Wondery and using the promo code Wondery. Then once you're signed up, you just download the Stitcher app for iOS or Android and start listening. That's stitcherpremium.com slash Wondery in promo code Wondery. Well-being is this word we throw out a lot lately, but what does it really mean to be well and to seek wellness in your life? 
So many people think the word wellness, it just means you're going to have to pay more for a product or an experience. But while that is sometimes true, not going to lie to you, (laughs) your well-being is also a critical component to your financial success and certainly to your health. I mean, have you ever thought about how listening to music just calms your soul and melts away your stress. I can turn on music and escape almost any bad situation, even with just having one ear that I can hear with. Listening to music is such an escape for me. What about being uh, somebody who loves to go out for walks, for just like a calming walk around your neighborhood or park? All of these things and so many more play into your well-being, which then translates to your financial well-being. There is a direct connection. So our podcast guest today, Yogesh, is the CEO and co-founder of a company called Avibra. It's a super innovative new app that is really flipping the idea of life insurance on its side and instead focusing on how longevity plus mortality. Yes, it's not necessarily the most fun topic to talk about, but it is super important to think about, but how longevity and mortality can come together and actually create a unique value to current and next generation customers. So it's super original idea I have not seen done before where it is really focusing on People who make $100,000 and less, at least right now, needing to have some sort of insurance component, life insurance component, and a really unique way about using well-being to achieve that. But first, let's talk about life insurance in general because it can leave us all with a really nasty taste in our mouth. And how can we change the bad rap that life insurance has? So Yogesh, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, thank you. Uh, I think it's uh, it's, uh, it's really a great opportunity to uh, present uh, uh, Avibra on, on what we are doing and how we're going to change uh, uh, the coming generation. Yeah, I love that. That's a great mission. <laughs> I'd love to start out with just a question in general, because the idea of traditional life insurance, it's gotten such a bad rap and so many people feel some sort of really strong negative vibe when somebody talks about life insurance. Why do you think that is like, why do you think life insurance has has gotten such a bad rap? Yeah, I think uh, a couple of things with life insurance. It's uh, one is it's a 300 year plus old product, and uh, the product has not been changed. There are so much thing around us has been changed, but the product itself has not been changed. So that's the first thing. So what the the experience and the expectation of the product, what you're getting, is of 300 plus year old. You know, right? So you can imagine if someone gives you a car which is a 100-year-old car and tells you to drive now, I'm pretty sure no one will buy that car, right? <laughs> so it's the same thing. So it's the same thing with an insurance also. So that's why, uh, uh, and a second is, uh, there has been a lot of innovation that has happened in fintech, uh, banking industry, but insurance, I think, is just picking up. And uh, that is the, I would, the second reason where people have not seen the full impact of innovation in the insurance industry. And hopefully, like in coming decades, people will see that happening and slowly that will also change the mindset. And third, it's a mortality product, right? Right. People, uh, people don't think about, uh, don't want to think about that, right? And, uh, of course, you get so much benefit. I mean, of course, you have to die to take that benefit, right? Compared <laughs> to like uh, auto insurance or health insurance where you pay a premium and you get some tangible benefit during your lifetime. 
and you know the value of it, right? Some insurance are very mandatory, like auto, uh, auto and home insurance, you know, and uh, even health. So, so that's I think that's those are the factors which contribute. And, and I think we live in a world where everything has been drastically changed. That when you when you think of any antiquated product, uh, specifically the I would say the Gen Z and the millennial generation, right, uh, where they would like to see the experience, uh, I would say frictionless experience. That would they would like to see a product which improves their life, you know, something which is tangible where they can touch, they can feel it, uh, and they can see a value uh, or the impact it brings to their life. So that, I think those are the things which sort of if you add up all these factors. Uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, uh, life insurance is not picked up. Rather, if you see the year-over-year sales of life insurance in general, it's declining. Right. So that's again, uh, that's again, uh, not a good thing, you know, for the industry. Yeah, those are great points. So, with that being said, you know, how can somebody see life insurance uh, and really see it as a value and integrate it into their budget? How, how can they? they make that maybe mental shift where seeing it as part of their financial plan. Yeah, that's why uh, we we took a very different approach. And I think uh, I was the former uh, managing director at New York Life and been there for almost nine years. And I've seen every aspect of the business, whether it's life insurance, annuities, investment. Uh, so well, one of the things which uh, motivated me is why even sell life insurance? You know, why, why, why not we sell something which is very unique, very different, and uh, which has a real value uh, to someone's life? And definitely, you can make insurance as part of it. And I think that's the approach which we took, and that's how Avibra was born. If you look at the motto of our company is "Live a vibrant life." So Avibra came from that "a vibrant life." You know, right? So it's. Uh, so basically, the approach which we took is, if I come and tell you, I'm not going to sell you life insurance, rather I'm going to sell you a life assurance, you know. I'm not a mortality underwriter, rather I'm a longevity advisor. So the value proposition shifts very drastically because now you're not in the business of selling insurance. You're in business of selling a service which improves a person's life. And that is, I think that, that, that there is a tangible benefit now. Because now you can see the value that, okay, I'm going to improve your life, which spans across your five well-being. Uh, if you look at our logo of our company, there are five leaves, which are basically each leaf represents uh, some aspects of your life, which is career well-being, social well-being, community well-being, physical well-being, and financial well-being. So these are the five areas which we want to focus on, where we want to improve at a very sort of a general level, sort of educate you around the importance of all these five pillars of your life. And as part of that, what we did is we integrated uh, life insurance. And the way we integrated is, I, I can tell that life insurance takes a back seat and life assurance takes a front seat. And as you live a good life, instead of incentivizing you with the points, we incentivize with the uh, life insurance coverage, which is a very small, basic uh, life insurance coverage. For instance, you download the app. Uh, we have introduced a Netflix or I would say Spotify-like subscription model, which comes with a freemium version. Sure. In a freemium version, what it would allow you to do is basically, as soon as you become a member of our app or download the app, then automatically you can start earning a life insurance coverage through your good habits. 
So what you're doing is our focus is around improving your day-to-day sort of uh, good habits, and you can convert those good habits into a uh, life insurance coverage. So if you basically ask anyone what is life insurance, it's, it's, it's a legacy of an individual well-lived life. So why not focus on the well-lived aspect instead of uh, on the life insurance aspect? So as you focus on that aspect, automatically uh, uh, you, you start giving so many benefits and then life insurance becomes an additional, uh, I would say, a perk or a complimentary perk that comes along with it. But you're not paying for life insurance. You're paying a subscription service for all these benefits, and one of them is life insurance. So that's what. So that's the approach which we have taken and how we want to uh, sort of, I would say, reinvent the value proposition. Interesting. So how then would, like, let's say somebody has life insurance benefit through through work, or maybe they have their own small individual policy. How would a Vibro work in, in coordination with that? Would this just be them, uh, based off your model, then earning some more small coverage on top of what they already have? Yes, that's right. And But also keep in mind, uh, uh, if you look at uh, our U.S. household, almost, I would say, 40 to 50 percent are uninsured. So that's the right. uh, first thing. The second is uh, uh, you you could offer what we are offering right now as part of the freemium model is uh, it's more of an educational exercise. So either I could educate you by spending money through advertisement or I could say that, OK, why don't you take this as a, a first of all, it's not like people are getting free over here, right? It's they are earning it through their good habits. Right. So the way the app works is you download the app. Uh, there are two ways you can earn coverage. Uh, one is uh, through in-app activities. We have invested ton of money, time, and effort in creating content like meditation, uh, quizzes, uh, educational video. When you take each of those activities. Imagine instead of getting a point, you get $100 over here, $200 over here. So your coverage keeps on increasing. So that's the one way you can earn your uh, sort of a coverage. The second way is we have built a very nice, uh, sophisticated, which we call as a data analytic foundation. And there is a little bit of machine learning over here also, which allows, specifically, this is very geared for the younger demographic who are used to connecting their variables like Fitbit. Apple Health, Google Fit, or it could be your credit card statement, right? Which people connect using some of the apps like Acons or Digit. So once you do connect your credit card statements, let's say, and variables, on a weekly basis, we see what are the positive behavior you follow. For example, in a credit card statement, there are so many positive things we can derive. Uh, One is, let's say, if you're paying your credit card balance on time, it's a really good behavior because we want you to pay your, because it goes towards improving your financial well-being. And we want you to continue paying that, right? Sure. So we reward you $500 for that in your life insurance account. So imagine your coverage keeps on increasing on a weekly basis. So you start with $5,000 immediate coverage. The good thing about uh, the coverage which we are offering as an educational exercise is uh, there is no medical underwriting. It's a guaranteed coverage. It's non-discriminatory. Everyone gets it. And it's a term insurance. I think right now we have an age restriction of 18 to 38, but we're going to slowly expand that to 18 to 55 and then 18 to 65. So basically the goal is you download the app, you get a base coverage. On a weekly basis, we see what are the positive behavior you follow, and we educate you and we highlight you. So it could be paying your credit card balance on time, Listening to Spotify, now you would say, why would Spotify <laughs> has an uh, impact? I would say Spotify has a tremendous impact 
specifically when you're listening to music, on your overall physical well-being in terms of reducing your stress. Third could be, let's say, if you play a golf, you could easily come to know that you play a golf through your credit card statements. So there are a lot of, I would say, that's our proprietary, uh, I would say, sort of a, a model which we have created where we can figure out all the good habits you follow just through your credit card statements. And we highlight you, and for every habit, you get a $500 to $1,000 uh, bump. And the max you can earn through a Vibra in the freemium model is 50,000 coverage. So basically, what you have done is you have encashed your positive habits into a coverage for your loved ones. And I think that's the beauty of this app is basically it just helps you to do that. Interesting. So uh, like how long would it take the average person then to get up to that 50,000? 50, yeah, you can easily get that in, I would say, three to four months. You can sort of, based on the number of activities you do. So uh, I think uh, that's what the time, but again, not everyone can do all the behaviors, right? Right, right. So you may you may do only three behaviors, but let's say if a person is hitting uh, all the right cards, uh, then you can easily build that in three months. Or it would take, if you if you follow the in-app activities, it may take you six months. But once you build that coverage, your coverage remains active at 50,000 as long as you exhibit one positive behavior in a month. That's all you need to do to maintain that coverage. And that coverage is active till 55 and 65 age group. So this is an add-on benefit in addition to whatever the group insurance, uh, I would say the work, in, the, the work benefits you get or even the individual policy you may buy, right? So it's a more of a, I would say, uh, second is there are a lot of people who are also not eligible for life insurance because of the underwriting model. Yes. And so this is, this is a nice add-on for them too. Listen, if you've been using Mint to manage your money, I have got some news for you. First, the bad news. As you might know, Mint is shutting down for good. But the good news, well, there is a way better alternative that is a personal favorite of mine, Monarch Money. And I'm not the only lover of Monarch Money. Many Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and just raving about it. I used to manage my money with an Excel spreadsheet. I know, so archaic. And it was so time-consuming. I tried all of the apps. But I just didn't find one I liked until I found Monarch. And I've got to tell you a secret. Monarch is so easy to use with a very intuitive design. You can even collaborate with your partner and you can customize Monarch for whatever your needs are. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Let's go back to the collaboration bit. Because we know money is a leading cause of divorce and breakups, Monarch has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. You can see all your finances, make a budget together, get insights on your cash. Yes, cue the confetti. There will literally not be any more arguments over money. And if you've been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, or rarely updated, so was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful ad-free, and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Monarch has a tool that allows you as well to easily import your data from Mint. You can keep all of your tags and all of your categories. After trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com etm for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. 
When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Financial anxiety, anyone? Yeah, you're not alone. But worrying about it, it doesn't help. Earnin does. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 per day as you work and leave an additional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So how would you spend the money you get from Earnin? Well, Honestly, my hubby and I have been feeling a little bit disconnected lately. That's what happens after you've been together about 12 years. So I would spend the money on a special date night with dinner and maybe bowling, you know, to bring back some of that giggly excitement that we both felt at the beginning. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security, gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin, T-A-L-K-A-N, money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin money under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. We'll jump back into the episode after an Ask Shauna that comes from Pam. And Pam says, hi, Shauna. Thanks for taking time to answer my question. I'm in my early 30s, and I'm thinking about making the switch from full-time to self-employed. I've tested my market, and I'm pretty sure I've got a good idea and that I can get clients. Would love to tell you my idea, but I'm keeping it a secret for a bit longer. Anyway, I'm curious, how much money would you suggest I have saved as a backup to ease my transition? Is there a specific number or any guidance you can give? By the way, I totally appreciate your podcast and love all your entrepreneurial stories. I feel like you don't just preach, you have also walked the walk. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Well, first off, Pam, uh, thanks for the compliment. (laughs) Just trying to be honest and share what I know about being an entrepreneur since it has been my entire career except a really brief stint. And it's a really brief, probably three or four year stint that I worked for a company. And I tell people now that I am 
allergic to fluorescent lights, which of course I'm not allergic to fluorescent lights, but I just don't like the idea of sitting in an office and being in one place. I My brain is all over the place and I like having lots of projects. So that's what works for me. It doesn't work for everybody. So I think it's really important first for you to figure out, A, if you're the type of person that can handle the entrepreneur life because it's not easy. There are a lot of pluses. Sure, I get to travel whenever I want and I can go to doctor's appointments and I can take a nap if I need to. And there are lots of reasons why it's great. I mean, for me, I love the unlimited income potential that I can literally make as much money as I try to make. (laughs) It doesn't always work out that way. But there are downsides, of course, too. I'm responsible for my own retirement and got to pay taxes, got to keep track of all my business expenses, constantly fighting for opportunities. There are a lot of things that I fail at or a lot of things where I'm up for a big project and the company says no. I mean, there's just... There's a lot that you have to be able to stomach, and it's not for everyone. But if it is for you, uh, I think it's a great great opportunity to really change things up for yourself. So I'm a big fan of saying, look, if there is some way that you can save up 9 to 12 months of your must-pay expenses before you quit your job, that's going to put you in a really good scenario because – Understand that the first year in business will likely be a loss. Not always, but most of the time you're adjusting, you're adjusting to the new expenses. Maybe you go a little crazy with spending extra money or taking time off, things like that. But usually the first year, maybe even the first couple of years can be a little bit rocky. So having nine to 12 months worth of expenses saved It just gives you a place to not relax, but to feel a little bit like you can handle the ups and downs that come with the first year because you have enough money to cover those expenses. Of course, the the closer you get to the end of that time period is really when you need to figure out, is this working or is this not working? Another thing, I always put my work savings in a high-yield savings account, something like a Marcus or an Ally account, make sure that you're earning interest on that money. Even if it feels like a small amount of money, it's more money than you had if you just put it in your bank account or you put it in your bank savings account that is not paying you any interest. Another idea is to use a program like FreshBooks. That's what I use. Or QuickBooks is also great to manage your expenses. So you're really going to want to stay up on not only your personal expenses, but your business expenses. And I found that business expenses, particularly in the first couple of years, that's where things can get a little wonky. So you really want to make sure you stay on top of that. You're looking at those each week so you can manage, okay, I think I'm going to get this much money this month against this is the amount of expenses I'm going to have. Lastly, I would just say be nimble. Be able to switch up your idea if it isn't resonating with your customers. And so many people get stuck in like, this is my idea. This is what I want to do with my business. I I am not changing. But 
a lot of times the customers are saying, mm, we don't want that variation. We want this variation. And so you really need to be nimble and flexible and be able to change things up. That's certainly something that's been very advantageous to me in my career is I've had to shift a lot uh, different times or for different projects. And so just being able to do that, I think, is going to be a really big asset for you. I, I want to mention one more thing as well. I watched a great course on Creative Live. I don't know if you guys are fans of Creative Live, but they have some really awesome online classes. And I watched one called Build a Standout Business. It was incredible. It was really amazing, helped refine ideal clients, refine your messaging, refining your branding, create a business plan, all that good stuff. It was only 79 bucks. And seriously, I think this course was at least worth a thousand bucks. That's what I would have paid. So if you're looking for something to really brush up, make sure your business plan is super solid, I would highly suggest it. I'll put a link in the show notes as well so you can click on over. I get absolutely nothing for recommending this course except I just recently went through it and I was so blown away with how amazing it is. So long story short, Pam, I think just focusing on saving as much money as you can because you don't know, even though you think you have a good idea and you think you have customers, until you actually have those customers and they're actually paying you money, everything is just in theory. Do you have strong feelings? I sure do. My name is Sarah Wachter-Betcher, and I'm here with my best friend, Catella Du. Hey, y'all. We're the hosts of Strong Feelings, a podcast about work, feminism, and friendship. Every week, we talk about the stuff that really matters, like unfucking your work life or taking better care of your brain and body than just swigging wine and smearing on another face mask. Wait, I can still do that sometimes though, right? Totally, but you have to invite me. Okay, deal. We will also be talking about all the ways we're confronting our own bullshit, like how we're unlearning body shame or breaking out of the comfort of white feminism. And you'll hear intimate conversations with authors, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. We'll ask them why they do what they do and what happens when it gets hard. So check out Strong Feelings, your weekly dose of fun feminist real talk with the best friends you didn't know you were missing. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or check us out at strongfeelings.co because life's too short to bottle things up. It's interesting because I think it really taps into uh, the competitive nature you could have with yourself and just the ownership that you would have over something like this. So it flips life insurance from being this tedious, uh, you know, expense that you're spending your money on to something where you can actively each day positively influence the balance in your in your life insurance, which is a really interesting concept. No, that's right. That's why I told you we're not in the business of selling life insurance. Rather, what we have done is we've taken this one level uh, up in terms of our basic membership, which is our first paid membership model. Uh, in the basic membership, what we do is uh, we give you a, a complete uh, financial well-being as well as a physical well-being tools, which mm. includes you can do a retirement planning. Uh, you can do uh, your, uh, I would say, lifestyle changes. Uh, at a very basic level. And it also comes with uh, a human touch, which could be in a form of a financial coach or it could be in form of a health coach, where through a chat mechanism, you can ask them questions about, uh, could be anything about your life, right? Most of the time, people do need some advice at any point in their life. So that's our basic membership. 
and uh, it's uh, it's meant for masses because what if you if you see today right most of the i would say the uh, the average american don't get access to all these benefits and when i say average american means anyone earning less than 100k so that's what our demographic is is we made it very low cost it's a very low touch model uh what i say is it's $3.99 which we are experimenting with and see whether it sort of resonates with people or not so but with that you get all this now we by providing this membership we sort of stray stay true uh, to our mission of improving your well-being we're not offering insurance over here right we are offering right. a financial well-being and a physical well-being too but definitely insurance could be a nice add-on to this maybe in future which we could which we could think of is we we have done a small experiment on the insurance aspect since we have so much data access we can literally create a, a product which can sense real time risk to your life and based on that your coverage can go up and down so wow. for instance we we know that if you're uh, since it's an app we know that you're you're taking a travel and subway you know or you're taking a lift ride or uh, you're vacationing or you're taking an air travel i think the risk to your life is very high regardless of how good the you know physical in physical shape you are right so uh, but there is a risk to your life so at that moment of time we we can pretty much uh, give you some sort of a, a bump in your sort of a coverage so that that sort of a gives you an additional protection you know and so i think those are the unique innovation which we can try and i think that kind of an opens up a lot of opportunity on the insurance front but we have but that is all part of an experiment right now but i think the initial focus is around financial and physical well-being and that's that's what we're experimenting as part of the basic membership yeah that that makes sense that's it's so um exciting for me and i'd love to get your take i i recently read a new york times article they were talking about how traditional insurance companies are experimenting with using social media data actually to help underwrite policies verify claims things like that do you think uh, more companies that underwrite some sort of risk are going to move that way in the future, like using social media or uh, lifestyle habits or things like that by by tracking them as a way to justify rating or, or how much coverage they get or something like that? Uh, first of all, that social media, you have to keep in mind the, the reason why insurer company may sort of tap into social media is not to give you a coverage, rather to deny you the coverage. Because they want to see whether it's a risk to their balance sheet or not, right? Exactly. I think that's, one of, that's one of the addition. That's one of the additional data points. And I think it because uh, as life insurance is a very. Uh, if you look at the life insurance contract, right? The, compared to the payout, uh, you may you may be paying let's say uh, thirty bucks or forty bucks a month, but the payout is a million dollar policy. Example, right? So I think it. Uh, I think you have to understand from a carrier perspective, they have to employ a right risk uh, mechanism to make sure that they can protect the other policyholder. Because even one bad apple, let's say, who really want to game the system, can pretty much bring down the entire uh, business, right? Hmm. So, uh, so that's one of the reason why uh, additional data points uh, may help you. Uh, but I think, as I told you, right now we are not. Uh, if you look at uh, the the insurance which we have embedded uh if, if people are looking for a million dollar policy we we are uh, right now we are not at that stage you know right. i think rather uh, rather our innovation on the insurance is very different 
compared to what uh, others are offering. Rather, what we are saying is that there has to be some basic coverage which people can earn through their good habits. And then there could be a, an evolution of insurance which uh, where people are not buying insurance. Rather, they're saying that, okay, take this premium and just give me some protection when you see the risk. And that protection could be some bump in their coverage, you know. And then there is a third sort of an audience where you really need a life insurance because you may have a house, you may have a kids, you really need to buy a term life insurance in that case. So we're not offering the term life insurance. Eventually, we may think of, right? But I think we are experimenting on these two products, which we think there is a right set of audience, specifically the younger generation who may have a much better appetite and I would say a much better appreciation because the way we are offering it is in a very different way, which resonates with most of the people since people are used to the Netflix and Uber and other sort of technology. So you have to offer something which resonates with that kind of a tech stack. Yes, exactly. Right. It's a familiar familiar language for a lot of people. And I'd love to talk just a little bit about, about your background. You shared with me a, a powerful money lesson that you learned from growing up and what you said, a very poor family in, in India. I'd love for you to share with the listeners uh, your sort of take of, of what you said on, on being happy in that circumstance and, and what you've learned since, that sort of money lesson that came out of growing up in that family. Oh, that's uh, so. I was uh, I was born and brought up in India. I was like came with a very very uh, poor family. So we we grown up in uh, I think we grown up in a very extreme poverty scenario. Uh, honestly, I don't even have a formal education. Uh, at a very young age, uh, I started uh, working, and uh, fortunately, uh, I was very passionate about computer at that time. So in '97, I was at like around maybe seven. I would maybe 17 or 18 years old. A lot of companies were not even giving me a job. So what I did is that I started applying for a startup company because it was a dot-com era in right. the U.S. as well as in India, too. So they started, they started sort of hiring me, you know. So that was like a great break because I learned everything on the job. We were like really surrounded by smart people. And uh, so what happened is I came to the U.S. at the age of 23 because I've earned so much tremendous experience working with so many startups that one of the startups companies sent me over here and as you know, when I came over here, uh, it was uh, a great opportunity to work with a lot of Fortune uh, 100 companies, which includes JP Morgan, uh, uh, Lehman Brothers, and then New York Life, and eventually becoming a managing director of New York Life. So, uh, and also I wrote a book, which is being used by a couple of U.S. universities. So one of the things which I learned is uh, when I was poor, I think when we were poor, because keep in mind, uh, humans, I think... You when you when you are poor and when you're brought up in that environment, you think that is the life, and right. that's why you thoroughly enjoy it. You know, you have not experienced the polar side of it, or you've not experienced the other aspect of it. Now, when I came to US, I've seen that we live in a world of abundance, right? We have so much good, great things over here. You 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 pick up a cheese, there are ten different types of cheese. <laughs> you pick up a milk, there are twenty different types of milk over here. So I think you live in a world of abundance. Now, when you live in this world, now you come to know, oh, the world I've been living in is so different, right? So this is what the this is the the brighter side of it. So so I so that I think the one of the uh, uh, I think the lessons learned over here is uh, uh, we still have, I, I still have connected to my roots because at the end of the day, I think we live in a world where everything is temporary, right? Including the money. 
and uh, uh, the impact you bring to the society through your talent and through your passion. I think that is the greatest uh, legacy you can carry. I think that's what I'm trying to do over here because when I look at, at least in our country right now, around 100, 100 plus million people are uninsured, right? So people, it's not like people don't want to buy life insurance. You go in GoFundMe.com, right. uh, you will yeah. see the 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 largest uh, ask in this in that site is for memorial donation. And that is for 5,000, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000, right? And people can easily buy life insurance, right? Because it's not like they won't die through sickness. The, the death can come anytime in any form. And I think so. So I, I, I think uh, by creating, uh, that's why uh, one of the unique thing about our business model is, of course, it's a business model. It's not a nonprofit organization, but it has a very tremendous social impact because uh, the reason why it has a tremendous social impact is we are giving an opportunity for people not only to improve their life, but during that process, they are building up a, a sort of a, a life insurance asset as an incentive. And uh, technically, that uh, asset uh, remains intact as long as they are exhibiting a positive lifestyle. So so that's why uh, I think this whole business model, uh, the whole life insurance aspect is very uh, close to my heart uh, because it has a tremendous opportunity to uh, uh, lift someone uh, because specifically in case of financial distress, right, when you need money yeah. and when, you're, when your loved ones are not around, I think that's the true purpose of life insurance. So. Wow, what a powerful story for sure. And and it's always really interesting to see how that then incorporates into what you've created, that you've taken elements of your past and what you've seen and brought that into the business model of Vibra and what you've created. I think that's always a great place because that can really help people connect with you and connect with the business model in in a different way. You know, they they see it a little bit differently. So I think that is it's it's such a great story to be able to share. So thank Thank you for that, for sure. Oh, thank you for the opportunity. I think uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, that it's a very unique uh, thing which we have created. So uh, definitely, as it reaches to the masses and if people and as people start appreciating it, uh, people will definitely see a value of it. Yeah, I'd love if you could leave listeners with maybe one takeaway about well-being benefits and and how they should focus on thinking about their financial plan from all of those different elements that you talked about, all of those different five spheres and how all of those kind of play together to your overall financial health. Like what what sort of takeaway or tip would you want to leave listeners with? Yeah, I think uh, I, I feel all are interconnected, right? Because if you see... Even if you are, uh, uh, let's say, financially, you have achieved that well-being aspect, but if you're not physically sort of achieved that, then pretty much it creates an imbalance. So it's, uh, I would say it's 20% of everything, right? And that's how you create 100% of uh, that well-being, uh, what people want to aspire. Of course, you may not achieve 100%, but at least even if you hit 10, 10 or 15% in each one of those aspects, uh, uh, definitely it creates a very balanced life. Uh, for one, I would say the top one is physical, regardless of what you are. I think you really need to be in a good mental and uh, spiritual sort of uh, aspect of it. So the physical well-being is the important one. And then comes the financial well-being uh, for us. So And then, of course, the career well-being. So I, I think that's what we are trying to package also. So it's... Uh, what we call that in startup is a product market fit because in hopefully in the next few months we'll get a better idea. Uh, are we missing anything in this financial well-being and physical well-being which we are offering uh, to an individual? 
So, uh, so I, as I told you, it's more of an experiment right now, but uh, uh, definitely our goal is to create, give something which is a sort of a balanced approach, not not too high, not too low, but something in the middle, I would say, because we cannot you cannot expect everything to come from us, right? So definitely <laughs> we'll try to, I think we'll try to give you a financial well-being tool with a financial coach who can guide you, even we may not have an answer, but at least you have always, you always have someone to reach out if you have any questions. So, and same with the health side where they will give you the basic well-being, uh, physical well-being tool with a health coach, a human coach who, who to whom you can reach out if you have any sort of questions. So, I love that. Well, this has been so fantastic, Yogesh. Tell the listeners where they can go to check out more about Avibra. Yeah, it's uh, avibra.com. Uh, uh, you can download the app both from Google Play Store as well as Apple Play, uh, Apple App Store. Uh, right now, there is an uh, 18 to 38 is what we have been testing out. But starting May 1st, uh, we're going to expand this to 18 to 55. So that's a very wide demographic. So do download the tool, even if you if you don't fit in that age group. And within two weeks, you will be up and running. So uh, so yes, that's uh, that's the source. And if you want to check out our website, which has all the details I talked about, uh, it's uh, avibra.com. Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. It's absolutely free and you'll make sure you never miss an episode of Millennial Money. You can also listen to all our episodes on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and Pandora.